Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome back to episode two of uh, the now ongoing theme of tribute episodes to albums that are now 20 years old. And we feel really old uh, because of that. Uh, Last time we talked about Cody and I talked about March on Electric Children by the Blood Brothers. Today, Nate's back again. Say hi, Nate. Hey. Hey, Danny. Hello. Uh, We're going to talk about Tell All Your Friends by Taking Back Sunday. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, wait, how old is it again? 20. 20. It's 20 years old. 20. One more year and it can buy a beer. That stacks. That checks out is what I'll say. That checks out. uh, Nate, uh, I'm disappointed that you're not in your new hot tub right now. Oh, man. Here we go. If I could hear. Uh, The audience wants to hear the bubbles. As we so record. the, what do you call that? Uh, the jets, the jets mm-hmm. get the bubbles, the percolating in the hot tub. Danny, there's a thing about me that I like to tub, um, <laughs> but I'm, like but I'm tub. a, <laughs> I like to tub, um, especially in beautiful places. Sure. Um, but you know, we live in a beautiful place, mm-hmm. Sacramento, California. Yeah. You live in, a, you live in Rancho Cordova though. So I, I do live in Rancho Cordova. There. There's, That's beautiful too. It's pretty beautiful. There's lots of trees out here still. It's like a, a river village. It's just so beautiful yes, out there. Yes. Um, a perfect place potentially to to tub, uh, to hot tub. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, like I'll do this, like for the past like six or seven years, I'll take a vacation with Shannon and some of our friends to a house that has a hot tub. And you know, the more people you squeeze into the Airbnb, the less you pay. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> it's, kind of a rad way to live. Um, but you only get to tub a couple of days a year, which sucks. Or if you're actually, maybe I'll correct that. If you're lucky, they won't go in the hot tub. And I wouldn't just be in for the hot you. tub. You wouldn't come in the hot no. tub? Oh man. No. Would you, so like, I guess that's true. Like it's nice to have a night where some folks are hanging on the hot tub, but here's the real thing. Like I like heading down on a Friday, uh, and spending the night and then Saturday morning being able to get up and have some coffee and take like a book. Like I'll even take a library book. Mm-hmm. I'll hold it up really high. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I usually don't go all the way in when I'm doing that, but like, you know, sitting on the edge, getting like nice and warm and like feeling the hot, t- feeling the hot tub bubbles. Sure. I, I love that shit. Yeah. That shit is my favorite thing in the world. Anyway. So I've often thought about what it would be like to have a hot tub and I think it might actually make it less fun. Right. Like yeah. Have, yeah. It's uh, it's what, it's that thing of, um, you want what you can't have. And then when you have it, you don't want it anymore. Right. Yeah. Like a beard, for example. Is that how you feel about that? No, no. I love this beard. I, oh. I don't like it when it gets too long, but but I love it. Do you not like it when it gets too long because it feels icky or does it is it because of the way you look? Uh, it feels icky. The way I look, I have to take better care of it. I don't. The reason I, I started growing a beard is because I don't like shaving and... Uh, <laughs> If, if it gets too long, then I have to like keep up with it, which is just as much trouble as shaving. So I just, you know, every couple months or something, I trim it down. It's lazy is what it is. Yeah. I'm with you. Like, I'm not, I, I mean, I do it more frequently than that because I feel like the second my beard gets a little long, it's icky becomes obvious. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I mean, the, the contours of my face disappear and all mm-hmm. that shit. Anyways. Yes. Uh, all of my scars from f- fist fights, <laughs> fist fights are gone with in the mosh pit. Fist fights with fences. Yeah, fish fi- fish fights <laughs> fish with fences. Fights with fences. Um, with fences. 
and finger like and uh, knuckle slamming the floor yeah. in the in the pit. <laughs> Anyways, whatever. I got I got a I got I got a mobile. I got a. So I'm a renter. I don't have a hot tub. I can't really put a hot tub in my yeah. in my my house here. But I was able to find um, through the generosity of a friend who's moving uh-huh. the opportunity to pick up and own for myself a Coleman <laughs> inflatable hot tub, and that shit is going to be so delightful <laughs> when I figure out how to plug it in and put some water in it. So so how does this work? <laughs> he sent me a picture of this here. It's in the back oh, of the truck. Does it seem small or big to you? Uh, I mean, it, it's not a huge truck, so it seems a, a bit on the small side, but it is a, a Coleman inflated portable hot tub, so I... I wouldn't expect it to be huge or anything. It's definitely not. Like, I feel like I can't lay across it. It's Mm. probably like five feet from circle. What's the med? What's the, uh, the diameter? The diameter is probably, probably five feet. Oh, okay. But you could, you could sit up and stretch out your legs though. Yeah. I'm trying to figure out like where I can get a chair Mm -hmm. that will not puncture the bottom that I can put in the tub because it's also just literally like um, a, a straight up bowl. There's nothing to sit on. Yeah, yeah. So it, um, it's like a, it's almost like a kiddie pool, but tall. <laughs> I mean, it's funny because I the first image I got when I rolled it into the backyard was this uh, Homer Simpson <laughs> in his neighbor's yard. I think Flanders, Ned Flanders, was trying to sell the house, and like the bu- potential buyer like comes by. And like Homer's in the backyard in a in a kiddie pool, uh, in like his underwear, <laughs> like smashing a Duff beer can against his head or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, yeah, it could end up being like that. I don't know. Like that feels a little like um, immature, whereas this is most certainly a mature, yes, a mature thing yes. to have. Like you could get one of those, you know, uh, classic vintage lawn chair where the it doesn't have legs like this. You know, it it goes it like bends like this. It would have to be plastic, right? Oh yeah, because of rust. Or metal. Huh? Yeah, I just I don't want the metal to like. I don't know. That's a good point. Metals may be smoother than plastic and may not tear. Yeah. I just I just have this image in my mind where like all of a sudden like the water starts to go down a little mm-hmm. bit while I'm sitting in my chair <laughs> like an idiot, so, and then all of a sudden it starts getting wet around the pool on the base because it's a, I put a hole in it. So is it is it's essentially a, a bathtub. Like there's no, are there jets in it? They're jets, yeah. Oh, yeah. So this uh, this puppy uh, costs about, I think, retail around five hundred dollars. Like this is not a. Wow. This is not a. What would you call this it? Not like, your not grandma's a, kiddie pool. It's not your grandma's <laughs> kiddie pool. This is a. I'm leveling up my leisure life, Danny. Really I just are. that's like I say. I also have a hot pink inflatable donut, wow. uh, which I will probably just float on. That's what I'll do. Yeah. I'll, I don't need a yeah, chair. I'll just do that. <laughs> but it has like a, a heater and a jet thing that uh, definitely attaches to it. And I mean, it's just pure luxury. Oh, yeah. It just looks, you know, it looks like I'm camping. Would you, if the pool had fit flat in the back of the pickup truck, that would be say too we had small. a big pickup truck. Not if you had like a, like some of the trucks these days look real big. Like, oh yeah. I, I've if seen it was them on flat in that pickup truck that, that is in the picture, that would be too small. It'd be too small. Yeah. yeah. But if it was flat in a bigger truck, would you think about filling the tub and, heating it up and then putting the bubbles on and then letting somebody drive you around town <laughs> while you sit in the back of it. <laughs> that's, uh, that's something that I would love to, to watch happen. 
to witness. Yeah, to witness. Okay. Well, anyways, I'm sorry for uh, having postponed um, as a result oh, of no, or on account okay. of this this we, this hot tub offer. It was so hot. The offer was so hot. <laughs> we uh, we got to talk about Blood Brothers, which was fun. It was a fun trip down memory lane. Is that when you poke your finger and then you shake hands? Yeah. If if there's anyone in this world that I I would have possibly ever done the Blood Brother ritual with, it probably would have been Cody. So it's all all too Word. appropriate. Have you ever done anything like Spit Brothers? Ew, or no. That's gross. No. Huh. I haven't either, but I don't think I would. I don't think I would turn it down if offered by uh, the right person. I mean, maybe when I was a kid or something, but like I'm fucking no? I'm forty, man. Like I gotta worry yeah. about my health. <laughs> I mean, we don't, you, Danny. Uh, it's 2022. You know how to wash your hands, man. <laughs> what does that have to do with uh, Spit Brothers, though? Where it's spitting into each other's mouths or something. <laughs> No, 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 I don't think you wait. That's called kissing. And a lot of people do that and they don't get sick. They're perfectly healthy individuals who, 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 I mean, some people get mono that happens. You get mono, the kissing disease. Yeah. I think when you spit, when you create a spit brother relationship, it's like as with a blood brother, it's like the spit promise or whatever. It's or right. Wait, tell me what that is. I mean, I've seen people do it in movies where like you spit on your hand and then you shake hands. Um, yes. Wait. Why is it a why is it a promise too? It, that's right. That's more common. I, I feel like it's like a. That's how you know that it's a real deal or some shit. A deal. That's what it yeah. is. I feel like there's this like vibe in the world, like f- people yearning for days of like you know like we had a deal, we shook on yeah, it, right? Yeah, yeah. Like someone will say that. Mostly like some older like white man will say something mm-hmm. like that, or they'll get pissed about the deal breaking through. And it's usually in dumb shit, but like, why don't we have more people who say like, we had a deal, we spat in our hands, <laughs> we, we shook spat them. on it, <laughs> we spat on it. I feel like that uh, that might actually be a little bit less start masculine. It back. And, yeah, start bringing it back. Fucking love it. I'm gonna drink water. Danny drinks water every time he records this shit, and as a result, he glows. Oh, and I need to drink some water. Me glowing. I'm confident on my third date to be able to say that you glow. Oh. <clears throat> Got it. Is this only our third episode? I feel like we've been doing this for years together now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's our third episode. I'm still waiting to get ghosted. That's what I'm looking for. Oh, yeah. That's going to be so funny. Like, I just never hear back from the piebald episode. The <laughs> <list>. <laughs> After that just shit, like, I'm never I don't know. I, I sent Danny five piebald songs and I never heard from him again. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that makes sense. <laughs> I... I, I semi got ghosted by Cody with uh, the band he was supposed to give me a, a playlist of because it's it's too hard for him to come up with a playlist. And so now he's going to pick a different band to give me a playlist of. Dude, Cody, I know Come you're not on. probably listening to this, but like that shit is hard. That shit is really hard. hard. Well, I guess it depends on the band. Like with Piebald to me, it wasn't all that hard because it's like there are some songs that show some funny mm-hmm. shit and I'm not taking this one seriously. Sure. Let's talk about yeah. it. But like a band like Taking Back Sunday, like basically the Rolling Stones of our generation, <laughs> it's hard to pick five songs from their debut album. The Rolling Stones of our generation. Oh, sorry. Maybe it's more like the Doors of our generation. Ew, I don't know. Don't make it worse. Come on. <laughs> you seem to disagree. I had to come up with another one. <laughs> I just thought it was funny. I'm like, 
insanely hot at the moment. Like I'm sweating. Yeah. Does that, I don't know how many of your listeners live in Sacramento, probably like a couple, right? I'd say the majority of of the listeners. So they're all experiencing this weird ass fucking March 80 degree heat that like keeps us from taking walks and shit without getting sweaty. It's all get out. Yeah. Not a fan. I haven't Uh, bought my summer t-shirt yet. I just, I'm not ready for this. Your summer t-shirt. The t-shirt I will wear from the day of May 1st until September 30th or something <laughs> every day. No, I don't know. Like, I, I feel like I was trying to just wear a t-shirt today and I was going through my t-shirts and I was like, none of these look presentable. Like, yeah. I need a new t-shirt. Look at, we both have, uh, like a flannel type shirt on over a, yeah. over a black t-shirt. <clears throat> Seven and a half days a week. I think I'm wearing a flannel, yeah. like shirt or black shit. t-shirt. Yeah. We're basically, the, we're basically the same people last time we were <laughs> we were two bros in hoods today we're two bros in flannels urban lumberjacks is yeah. what we are i like a very thin one though i don't like the thick flannel because this I is too... mine's hella thin myself yeah yeah it's a dress shirt actually oh that's that's cool that's i mean a for idea. a particular kind of event but yeah yeah yeah, yeah. a lumberjack funeral <laughs> lumberjack funeral yeah or a lumberjack job interview too <laughs> or, like, yeah, those yeah, are yeah that would work too <laughs> Uh, I'm going to go turn the air conditioner down one one notch. One hour later. Sorry, I I got tasked with putting Frozen on TV. I mean, thematically, it's appropriate. I also just talked most of that time to your oh, dad. Oh, did you? Oh, sweet. So, like a real, like a real creep. Yeah. Okay, good. No, Frozen, though. Do you feel like your kids get cooler when they watch Frozen? And you can interpret the use of cooler in any way you want. No. No, I don't. Lost, both of my kids are sweaters. Sweat, sweaters. They sweat a lot. Lassa will be like laying on her bed watching her tablet. And then we'll go in and see how she's doing or get her ready for bed or something. And this girl, like, it looks like she's just been, she's spent an hour in Nate's hot tub. Like, oh, she, she is soaked. So sh- it's weird. She has a respect for leisure, is what she, that says to me. I think she does, yes. But yeah, Lost is watching Frozen. Frozen Part 1. I do too. Ha- I've, seen, I've never seen any of them. I feel like... I don't know, man. Frozen... Uh, anyways, I feel like sweating a lot is one of the things that... I don't know, that sucks. Because like I feel like I sweat... And then it makes like a thing where like, I think one of the reasons I wear black t-shirts so often in the summer is that you just can't tell that I'm like sweating through them or some sure, shit. Or it's sure, harder to yeah. tell. And if so, I'm like doing like a thing and like I put my hands up in the air and I'm just like, fuck, yeah. damn it. Yeah. That's embarrassing. But it shouldn't be embarrassing. It's just also, sweat. I, Everybody does it's it. It's totally cool. Yeah. yeah. Everybody sweats. Uh, somebody somebody told me recently that kids just sweat more. Could be. Yeah. So. Did you look it up on the internet? No. No. I, oh. I take word of mouth only. <laughs> You've never been online. You're just like, huh. <laughs> Tell me more about that. <laughs> All <laughs> I know how to do is is post a podcast. That's pr- you know, the, I've never used the internet except to post, post podcasts. A podcast and a post about the podcast on Instagram. That's the only thing I don't know how to do. I don't know, man. I feel like that's a ridiculous learning <laughs> curve. But. So, so Nate, we Amanda and I are officially caught up on RuPaul's Drag Race season oh. 14. 
You said that in a text message, and I was flabbergasted that you had, like, I felt like you were like, yeah, I've seen every episode ever made. I have a couple of things to watch, and then I'll get to that season. And then, <laughs> bam, you're like, we're caught up. <laughs> Wait, what? We fucking, we're in, especially on the weekend, we'll fucking power through a season on a weekend. I man. respect that. I totally respect that. It's, we are so lazy. Um, I don't know about that. I feel like I st- I made that statement. And I think we're talking a number of weeks here in between it. But that said, it felt fast. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we watched, you know, two episodes a night or something. But anyway, we're all caught up. So we you can, might be ahead of me. I think I'm, it. I oh, am really? currently I'm currently two episodes behind, actually. Oh, so you haven't even seen Snatch Game yet. Explain to me what Snatch Game is. Snatch Game is uh, the best episode of the season every season. Uh, where all the queens do impersonations, usually celebrities, but not always. Nope, I saw that episode. Yeah, and it, okay. and I didn't know who. Like, um, I just didn't know who. Like, almost all of them were, and then yeah. some of them were really dumb. And it, yeah. and it's like a panel. Like, there's four on top, four on bottom. Right. Okay. Yes. Snatch game, and it was the worst snatch game. Ever. It was really bad. Right. It was horrible. Like the I worst like- snatch game in RuPaul Drag Race history. I feel like the, the the veterans I was watching it with, that means people who've watched it many times before, not necessarily people who served, um, <laughs> were like, were like definitely like of the same opinion. I was confused. I just didn't think it was funny, no. but I'm looking at like, I'm so bad with my memory right now because I, I focus on the queen that I am rooting for. Um, Deja Sky did Lil John, right? Deja Sky did Lil John. The only uh, one who was mildly entertaining. I liked it. I've actually like... Deja Sky is not the queen that I have selected in my little group, my little pool, my little group of friends. Mm-hmm. Um, but repeatedly, I feel like Deja Sky is um, uh, shortchanged in the selection and the uh, the uh, giving of the uh, best of show or whatever the hell they call it, Ru- <laughs> RuPaul calls it. Yes, I would it, agree. Uh, Deja does really good in the challenges usually, but I feel like her, her runways are a little lacking. I mean, the presence or the, I want to clarify really quickly for everyone who just thinks I'm an idiot. I, this is the first time I've ever watched this program, which makes you, which confirms my idiocy. I understand that. (laughs) But like, um, so therefore I like, I feel like my confusion is centered on Danny's a pro and I'm watching this episode, this season, this season is my first season. I get what you're saying, I guess, but I don't really know because I don't have a lot of comparity on except for the other queens that are present. But like, I feel mm-hmm. like with Deja, the outfits are almost uniformly fucking the best. And I don't know. I know that's all subjective sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I and it's some of y'all who are watching this for a long time, like can get technical on the outfit choice and the history of drag and the expression they're making with that outfit. But yeah, I always look at Deja's guy as a person I'm not rooting for, by mm-hmm. the way, I'm not rooting for. <laughs> um, and you find her, you myself want her gone. No, 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 no. I do not. Uh, I don't want anyone gone. Well, I do want some people gone. Yeah. I just, we all want someone gone. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, uh, I'm always like, damn, Deja looks great. Like, yeah. I think I say that out loud every single episode. I feel like point. Deja is getting snubbed a bit and, um, our Sacramento native, uh, not native apparently. Well, yeah, because yeah, of yeah. their because of their accent, and but also I heard that she lived in San Francisco until she was priced out. So very typical. Oh, sure, sure Sacramento sure. experience. Yeah. But yeah, um, Lady Camden. That's that's who. Lady Camden. I feel like she's gotten overlooked a couple times. Oh, more so than Deja Betty or Deja Betty, Deja Sky. <laughs> Sorry, I was like focusing on 
I'm dire. My my hatred is extreme. Yes, yes. Can yes. I t- when it comes to Lady Camden, how often during the week when you're just going about your normal Rancho Cordova, Sacramento region uh-huh. ways, do you think, I wonder what Lady Camden's doing right now? Um I I haven't I haven't had that thought. Um I pretty much Not a single time? No, no. I d- I often don't leave the house because I'm I work from home and I'm here with Lhasa all the time. Um, oh, dude, I got so, a hot tub, you know. I know. <laughs> I can get a laptop stand, like a floating laptop stand. Yeah, sold. But every time she speaks on screen, I'm just like, yeah, shut up. What do you What do you do in Sacramento? Tell me, like, what's your favorite restaurant? What do you? <laughs> I just want to yeah. know Sacramento things. And where can I find you and hang out with you yeah, like yeah. a real celebrity weirdo? Not at, not at Faces. Every other queen is at Faces, but apparently not her. I feel, I feel like that's probably... Well, I don't know what that's... No, Lady Camden's there. I've got the schedule up here. Oh, was she on the schedule? We, we missed her. Oh, I was just too excited about uh, my favorite of the season, Willow Pill. So that's the queen I'm rooting for, yeah. the one that I have selected for the... Uh, I think it's because Willow is the most punk... You know, yeah, yeah, that's in my opinion. Diabetti may want to think that she's punk or industrial or metal or whatever the fuck that is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, I think that she's got some sort of music of adjacent vibe. But Willow Pill is the true punk. Yeah, Willow Pill is the like anarchist punk, and Diabetti is like the Pennywise punk that thinks cops are cool. I, f- I feel like <laughs> I feel like a Pennywise dig is always appropriate, <laughs> Danny. I want to. S- I want to stop and appreciate it. I'm literally going to stop for a second. And then I think, I don't know. Like, I feel like Pennywise is still too cool. <laughs> uh, uh, she's a, a sex pistols punk that thinks cops are cool. No, I, I, I have the feeling that, like I'm trying to come up with like a, maybe or a, a dropkick Murphy's punk. Definitely closer, but I'm thinking more like, I think she's more of like a disturbed metal punk or something oh, like that. Oh, okay, like, okay. Like sometimes her vibes like feel like too late. Godsmack, yeah. maybe? Sure, sure, sure. She's at OzFest every year. And she also has a Blink-182 album. Sorry. No, it's okay. Yeah, probably. <laughs> That's where like the, t- the tape decor will come from sometimes. <laughs> like, I like Blink-182. I'm going to put some blue tape on my, uh, on my outfit. Um, some shit like that. That's enough talk about that fucker. I, I cannot stand Diabetti. Who are your top three? I have a top three. Oh, you have a top three? I mean, Willapil, one. Um, I like Angeria, and then I really like Lady Camden. Yes. I think those three. Yes. Bosco is up there for me as well. Uh, I think Bosco is pretty cool. And Bosco's from Seattle, your, your home area. My home away from, uh, I'm never going back there again in my life. <laughs> Are you, are you one of those Seattle or those Washington people that's like, I hate the cloudiness and all that stuff? Oh my gosh, I feel like we could tangent here, and I'm, I'm I might want to I might want to like answer. I am one hundred percent a person who had the privilege of living outside of the state for more than six months, mm-hmm. and was like, wait a second, <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> have I been living through? Yeah. And I think that although I have some, I have some folks that I know, especially like two very close friends of mine who just moved from Sacramento to Portland Mm -hmm. because Portland's in many rates less expensive than Sacramento, which was fucked up. That is fucked. That have opinions about the gray and the frequency of sunshine that don't match my experience 
hmm. and are also lies, but I, <laughs> I believe, I believe them. And I think that I, I think that they like it there and that's fine. Yeah, I think that's yeah. fine. Huh? Huh? Interesting. I, I do really like Portland. Uh, I've only been to Seattle once and I enjoyed it. There was a short period of time where, uh, Amanda and I loosely considered moving there to Portland, to Seattle or to Portland. Portland. Oh, yeah. Um, but we, obviously I mean, I'm sure never went through with it. You're not in Portland right now. I mean, you said you never leave your house. How <laughs> I are totally we to know? I don't. I could be in Portland for all I know. For all you know. And Amanda commutes <laughs> from Portland to downtown Sacramento every day. You, you walk outside and you're like, what the fuck is, is that Mount Hood? What the <laughs> hell? <laughs> uh, I'm glad we didn't, though. I, I really enjoy Sacramento, so. I'm a huge stand of Sacramento. I feel like, I feel like that's, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. We don't need to talk about my disinterest in Seattle weather. We could talk about a Seattle band sometime and okay. do that. Okay. Uh, yeah. I have, uh, I just, uh, want to grill you on Seattle knowledge and be like, Oh, did you go to this venue? Did you see this band? What about this band? But I feel like I'll disappoint. Cause like I, I always, know. Seattle was, Seattle was to me what San Francisco is to us. Like I grew up in a town not too far from Portland, actually, but Seattle, Seattle and Portland were two places I would go for shows, which was cool. Mm -hmm. And then when I went to college, I lived in Bellingham. So Vancouver and Seattle were also like these satellite towns. So I never, I think you asked me today about the paradox and that is definitely a venue I've been to. I would probably over a hundred times, like tons and tons of times. It's probably the most frequented venue in my, in my life. But like when I moved to Seattle and started living in Seattle, it was 2011. Oh, okay. Okay. I never lived in Seattle before that. My p- folks are from Seattle, but that's yeah. like a childhood thing. Yeah. Uh, like when I was a kid, we'd go there, but I don't know. Hmm. Hmm. They have a nice library, Seattle. We went there. We went to that library. Yeah. You should have, you shouldn't have moved there. It's too bad that you live up there now. I know. I know. My hot tub would be practically useless. There. <laughs> <laughs> practically useless. Indeed. What are we talking about? Oh, drag race. We're supposed to be talking about taking back Sundays. Tell all your friends. You want? Yeah, can we do that? You want to do hear that? About that? Yeah, that's okay. fine. I feel like, yeah, I feel like that's a good idea. Okay. So I think you and I are are similar in our fandom of taking back Sunday in in that we really only like this album. Yeah, I would say that I've I have a relationship with someone I love very much who is a big fan of all of the taking back Sunday output mm-hmm. and talks to me about it a lot. And I talk to him about it a lot. Mm-hmm. And so I'm, what do you call it? Like an aspiring sure, taking sure. back Sunday Stan. I think I sent you the the list of the top five yeah. songs that he has. I should have listened to that. One of those songs is on this is on my list giveaway. Ooh. I think the, the answer is yeah. Like when taking back Sunday, it was a, louder. Now wasn't the next one. What was the next one? It was a I don't even um, know the shit off the top of my head. Where you want to be. Where you want to be has the baby that's like standing in the baby buns. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. Come on. Dude, it felt to me like an arena rock record when it came out. It obviously isn't, but, uh, (laughs) uh, you know, because I was like, no, no, no. I need to see a band who plays in a dirty garage. What the fuck (laughs) is this shit? So I'd moved totally on at that point. I mean, I mean, the main affront to my ears was the uh, other vocalist was gone. Yeah. I think some people think that was a. Uh, what would you call it? A, uh, some people like that. Uh, some people are wrong. Oh, okay. What's, <laughs> what's that guy's name? John Nolan. That's a dumb name. Did he come back? No offense, John. 
I'm looking at Discogs right now. 99 to but 2003, it, 2010 to present. That's yeah, the, that's the right. Stray Light Run guy, right? Yeah, there he is. I didn't know he was back the, in the, the band. The vocalist you like is on the, the more contemporary albums, is what you're saying. Uh, apparently. Yeah, they reunited for 2011's Self-Titled, which made the top 20 of the Billboard's 200 chart wow. in 2011. Way to go, guys. Like Ooh, To think yeah. that like 12 years later, 13 years later from their victory debut, they would be s- still pulling in the top 20 of the Billboard 200. I have not listened to that album. I have not listened to Happiness Is. I have listened to Tidal Wave. Why so inconsistent? Like, why, why the random... Let's see. I, I listened and thoroughly enjoyed Tell All Your Friends. Where You Want to Be came out. I didn't really like it. Kind of stopped listening to them. I may have listened to Louder Now once or like a single or something like that. Like, because that Make Damn Sure song was just so good in your opinion. Uh, no, no. Never listened to New Again. Never listened to Taking Back Sunday. I, I had reached a point where I just wasn't even interested in, in checking them out. And then a, a friend of mine said, you got to listen to the new Taking Back Sunday album. It sounds like Ramones or something like that. Mm-hmm. And so I listened to it. I was like, oh, yeah, this sounds pretty different. And then I never listened to it again. What was that song? The uh, Tidal Wave, the, the album. It just sounds more like one. pop punky or straight, straight ahead punk. From what I remember, I only listened to it once. So Nothing from that made it onto my good friend's top five. Yes. So just want to point that out. Hey, it's I, not a it's not a band's uh, career defining yeah, album. I am curious to listen to this uh, self titled album though, t- since my boy is back. Your boy's back. Oh. Can I read the first sentence? I'm so sorry, I, I interrupted. I just got to laugh. No, please laugh. No, the tidal wave. I was looking at it here because mm-hmm. you're like we were just talking about it. And the first sentence in Apple Music's like sort of introduction to the album mm-hmm. is that this is a ballsy, affirmative seventh album of surging rock. Wow. They put the words ballsy and surging <laughs> in front of the word rock. Hell Ooh. yeah. Oh shit. I was going to do a transition into this. I, I was going to do an either or. Okay. Either or. Wait, wait. We got to take a pause so you can cut it and put it up front. Okay. Okay, either or. It's <laughs> a brilliant introduction. What are we talking about? <laughs> Microphones. Are they for swinging oh, okay. or are they for singing? Holy shit, I love this question. Um, <laughs> they are 100% definitively, without argument, for swinging. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. At um, this point in time in history, yes. Yeah. There's a video for... Um, Oh my god, you're gonna hate me because of my inability to retain names oh, that, or just any anything. No, I'm I'm the exact um, same person. One of my one a song that I really love for Taking Back Sunday, one of my top five. I'm not gonna tell you where. Okay. The video has Flava Flav in it. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, are you familiar with that video? I am familiar with that video. Yeah. So like th- uh what's his name? Adam? Mm-hmm. Adam is the vocalist. Like it's like he's singing. <clears throat> As he does, I think. Yeah. 
uh, without a guitar or anything, just like he's got his microphone, he's swinging it around, yeah. but he's also doing these, like, I feel like I got to stay, I know this is like a podcast, so I can't really show it to anybody, but his, <laughs> his like slow shuffle foot move, it's like, he, he looks awful. Like just, yeah. there's nothing about his movements that are in any way sexy or rocky rock. He's not rock and roll. He's not sexy. Yeah. He's yeah. not punk. He's not dangerous. He's just like, he's like shuffling around like a, uh, a bathrobe wearing sort of like retiree or any person in the bathrobe is just like, I'm like slowly walking through their house, swinging a microphone yeah. with, with a pants that don't fit. It's so weird. You're man. describing we Mick Jagger right now. They are the Rolling Stones. They are. Of, yeah. That's probably true. Generation. Very accurate. It's so weird. Like, cause I used to think that that guy, and I know this because many of my friends like took from his fashion sure. style, oh, yeah. right? His style was super into like if my hair wasn't wavy, I would have had that, that stiff cut in front, like with the, the, the thing over the yeah, front. You got to get a hair straightener and then you can dude had one could not like, <laughs> like with the beard could not have, I didn't have Couldn't the discipline. No, but anyways, 20 years in hindsight, mm-hmm. uh, I want to know if we can get Adam Lazaro. I don't know. Is Lazaro oh, Lazara. Lazara, if we can get him onto the show mm-hmm. to ask, um, in retrospect, how he feels about that that getup, I'd love to. I'd love to do that to him. Yeah, yeah. let's get him on. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> how do you want to introduce? How do you want to do this? Because no one gave anybody anything. Uh, no, nobody gave anybody anything. Um, I I I do want to talk uh, a bit more about the band before we get into our top songs, though. Do you remember how finding them, like getting into this band? What's the story there? Oh, I mean, the first episode I did with you was the band was Garrison, and I found them because of Revelation Records. Okay. So fucking Victory Band, man. Of course I was listening to them. Okay. Okay. I think that I probably had the promo. I also was into this style. I don't even know how to describe the style because it's like, it is not pop punk, but it sort of is. Like there's like a, Mm -hmm. yeah, it's like, it's a victory band that sounded like the Strider or the movie life or yeah. other things that I was into at that time. Strider. <laughs> Loved that album, that yep. uh, serenade in the key of whatever the fuck masquerade Still, in the key of yeah. something that album. If I don't, I mean, I can't name it, but it's great it is to great. this very day it or fair weather. We were talking about oh, fair weather, like that style, a band grade, the band grade. I absolutely loved um, and they did a, they had a victory album too under the radar that came mm-hmm. out well before this, but it's like a precursor to that mm-hmm. sort of poppy screamo. Like, I don't know yeah. what the fuck you would yeah. call it, but there's no way I miss this band. That's okay. what I guess I'm saying. Okay. That's what you're getting to. But, and I'm for you kind of in the same, in the same boat, sort of, I, I believe I, I'm going to check Discogs right now and see if there is a picture of the CD cover from way back when the sticker specifically that was on the cover because this was in the time where it was very big to for victory to have like recommended if you like thursday's full collapse whatever whatever of course there's no nobody has the sticker anymore of course not full collapse also is that one of those albums that was pushing this style i was downright obsessed with that album yeah, but anyway, I, it, they were a band that like I was aware of, and maybe maybe I had heard great romances of the twentieth century, but I I specifically remember the day of going to buy this, 
And they had just played at Capital Garage. And I remember seeing the little, the ad for it in the, in news and review. And it had like their pick, the kind of like the pictures in the same style of, of the album and being like, Hmm, that seems kind of cool. Maybe I'll go to that. And then I didn't go and I I regret not going because it would have been cool. Also the Lawrence arms played, which I've not really listened to them, but, and so a little while goes by a month, maybe. And I drive down to Tower Records on Watt Avenue. I would always go to the Watt Avenue Target. I mean, Target. Tower. Tower Records. Because I knew they had a punk section. For some reason, it never occurred to me that the Midtown or Downtown one on 16th Street would also have a punk section. But I would, I would always go to the Watt one. It was pouring rain. It was a very Seattle day. Mm. I bought the CD. I got in my car. I was in a very sour mood perfect mood for this kind of music put it in my car started driving home in the pouring rain and i hated it you hated the album i hated it um from right from the start right from the start right from track one side one and fuck i mean i guess we can get into this it's oh with you you know how i do you know how i do track one side one Oh, it it was my number five, but now it's not my number five anymore. I changed my order. It fell off. It's your number nine now. They ended up being one of those bands, and I don't know if you have bands like this, where it took you a couple listens to kind of get your head around. I, I don't know if it's because I was in a bad mood, plus it was raining and whatever, but it this memory of just not liking it at all. Um, was stuck in my head. Wild, wild stuff. But anyway, that makes sense though. They're a victory band. You were kind of into most victory bands for a while. Dude, it's funny to me. Like, um, I, yeah, I was a record label guy. I feel like I like would follow and pretty, pretty dedicated to certain labels. Your Hydra heads, revelation records. Okay. Let's victory. Let's do some more either or before we get into the, the songs. Victory or revelation. Ugh, that's a time-based thing. I mean, fucking Revelation, 100%. Also, they had a period in the mid-aughts that was just amazing. Mm-hmm. I mean, Victory is just a trash label. <laughs> like, I don't even know what the hell. The, I don't know what the hell that. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. And also, I don't know. There are some Victory bands that I used to love that I do not like today. Uh-huh. Um, Hate Breed, for example. Sure. Earth Crisis. Sure. Um, but Grades, Under the Radar is one of my all-time favorite albums. Yeah. So I would say they have that for going for them. You got to give but me yeah, them Rev- someday. I, I saw them once, and I but I've never been able to... I've never tried to get into them, I, I can yeah. say. But they did. They opened for... Or they didn't open, but they were on tour with Zayo. Uh, one of the times I saw Zayo. I think I saw that tour at the Paradox, I feel. Oh, but there you go. Did Fairweather also play? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Actually, no, I say I'm bad at remembering these things, but I do remember specifically that sh- that that show. I think okay. that's a good show. Okay, uh, Epitaph or Fat? Oh, Epitaph. I've yeah, Epitaph. Okay. Equal Vision or Second Nature? Oh fuck, fuck you, man! <laughs> <laughs> so hard. Equal Vision has some unbelievable stuff but second nature has casket lottery um for example coalesce like yeah it's second nature okay 
that's controversial in my own in my own head. In your I don't own know. Head, what, yeah. I don't think any listener gives a shit. <laughs> <laughs> I think I would. I think I would lean toward Equal Vision. There were so many. Yeah. There were more bands I liked on the Equal Vision. I think I'd agree, but Equal Vision also put out more stuff. Second Nature was a little bit yeah yeah weird in that way. Hey, welcome back again, everybody. It's the middle of the episode. It's been a couple days. Nate's computer crashed. And thankfully, we only lost half the episode. I mean, technically the good half, because we lost we lost the meat of the episode. Yeah, we lost a part that's impossible to recreate. But I was, yeah. I feel like I was mounting um, an argument for the number one influence on taking back Sunday to be the band corn. And I feel huh. like I, I feel like I'm not gonna be able to recreate that argument. So we did lose that just so everyone okay. knows. I do I think didn't realize that, that, Oh, right. Cause we did talk about, okay. Okay. I remember this now. Yeah. There's, there's, um, I think that if I would like it, if you'd send this via, via email or text message to Adam and the band, uh-huh. So they can um, at least respond to the accusation that their yeah. favorite band is Corn, <laughs> um, Bakersfield, <laughs> California's own Corn. Yes, yeah. At least in uh, nineteen ninety nine or two thousand or whatever, right. whenever they were writing these songs, I'd like them to respond formally. Yes, <laughs> you can respond uh, with a uh, oh fuck. God damn it. This is why I don't do comedy. A notarized uh, letter. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. That is what I was trying to think of. You do comedy really well. I don't know what you're talking uh, about. Ugh. Thanks to my editing. <laughs> yeah. There we go. That'll be seamless. Uh, so, yeah, you if you're still here, if you're still listening, you listen to an hour ish, probably a little less of us talking not really about Taking Back Sunday. I think maybe we had just started. I think we were talking about record labels. Uh, and we are now going to... We already kind of know each other's top fives, except for you don't know my top two. Can I guess what they are, though, when we get to you that can, point? You for can right guess, now? for sure. Yeah, we're, we're down to very few options. So we already know each other's top five issues. So we're going to do things a little bit differently. We're going to watch some videos... I've got some. Nate's got some. We're going to laugh. We're going to make fun of uh, early aughts emo scene fashion, which I wore and I'm sure you wore too, I'm assuming. No. I always looked like Adam Lazaro of 2016 to 2018 fame. Yeah. Just like super bearded, long hair, leather, (laughs) leather arms and a cutoff denim, smoker's voice. Yeah, hell yeah. Smoker's voice. Ugh. (laughs) Don't smoke, people. It's gross. But it gives you a cool voice. It gives you a cool <laughs> voice. I'll, I'll, okay, never mind. Everybody smoke. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's what we're going to do. You want to just fucking get to it? Yeah, jumping right in. Yeah, I've got no other comments except to apologize to all those, to those of you who like seamless transitions and not Uh-oh. abrupt, not abrupt uh, sort of two days later kind of re-entries. If listeners out there, tell me if you've ever noticed when there's an obvious edit. 
except for the times where I've like called it out where I was like, I edited right here, this whole conversation out, but, uh, let me know, let me know down in the comments or that's what people say on YouTube, but I don't know. Send me a DM. I will do that. I'd, I'd be curious. I don't remember what your number five was. Oh, my number. So this is the best part. I don't either. It was called (laughs) (laughs) my number five to like to the real ones out there, like the the true blue taking back Sunday fans, the ones that what do you call it? Like when you lean into the drama of that beginning era, Uh, luxuriate in the romantic and friendship genres of this guy, John Nolan and Adam Lazaro and their and then John's sister, Michelle. Mm-hmm. all drama that I feel like I knew at the time, but definitely had forgotten and looked up recently and was texting yeah, Danny yeah, about yeah. like, Hey, did you know this, this, and you did you like, watch yeah. that video I sent you? Not, not in full. No. Yeah. <laughs> should, should was, I have? I, I found it pretty interesting. It was, it was a well thought out video, maybe a little too nice to Jesse Lacey, but, but I, I thought it was a good video as well. Maybe done. a little too nice. That's That's fair. I guess so like, so my first, um, the first song, my number five is called bike scene. Right. Okay. In looking up videos for this song, um, I found out that they initially called it the Monterey, Monterey Peninsula bike scene is how the song is initially or first called. So I'm gonna go with the original title, Monterey Peninsula bike scene. Oh yeah. It totally says that on this video that I have. Um, interesting. I didn't notice that for some reason I've, I assumed Monterey Peninsula was like the name of the venue that they were at. So I just like breezed right by, right by that. And I was like, Oh yeah, bike scene. Cool. Let's watch this. I'm pretty sure one of the videos I picked for this song in particular, um, yeah, is, um, a really shitty audio video from 2002 mm-hmm. that has some funny ass shit in it. And they introduced the song as such actually, which I, which is when I believed that. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's what it's called or was called. Oh. Huh. I don't know why they would change okay. it just down to bike scene. One of my big complaints yeah, about yeah, yeah. the song was though, that it didn't have anything to do with bicycling, which is annoying. Oh, right. What's your, uh, let's relive your theory about the one line that might oh, be about yeah. a bike. Well, so I think out of this entire band drama, the one person that I like, um, although, mm. uh, Nolan is John Nolan is cool too, but is Michelle Nolan. She seems to be yeah. pretty cool. She yeah. goes on with her brother to create that band stray light run, which, mm-hmm. um, I didn't listen to. Did you listen to that band? A uh, very little bit. Yeah, this, I mean, we were sexists. Probably didn't want to listen to a <laughs> pop punk band with a girl in the front. It, it, it wasn't pop punk enough. I guess that could also be the case. Yeah. yeah. So like, she has a line that um, Lazaro, I think, also sings. I'm I'm hazy on it um, because it, I have hazy eyes today. Because you have hazy eyes. <laughs> yeah. Um, where she's talking about um, literally being on the edge of her seat. Oh. And for right. me, like, so like. Um, let me see. She says a silly way of keeping me on the edge of my seat. And out of all the words in that song, um, that's the closest I can come to like a bicycle yeah. reference. Yeah. Edge of that bicycle yeah. seat, which is dangerous, Danny. Yeah. And dangerous and probably uncomfortable. Yeah. Especially Depending if you're, bike I don't know. Seat, and also are you the forward edge or the backward edge? Like it's not clear to me. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. So it's dangerous, but yeah, that's uh that's my recap on that song. Although I listened to that song a lot in searching for a couple of videos and, Mm-hmm. even though this band is not very good live. Cause I think Adam is probably drunk most of the time when he's, when he's yeah, playing yeah, live yeah. drunk and out of breath. Right. They, uh, that song rules live. They just rock it live. If yeah, it, yeah. it plays really well, but well, do you want to, do you have a video of this of some sort? 
I do. I want to do the the older one. I have two. I think you okay. might also. I, f- I feel like you probably have the same one that I picked, but I have one that I don't think you picked. We'll give it a try here. Okay. I'm going to drop it in the old watch together. Okay. It's playing. Is it playing? Not for me yet. It is on my side. Yeah. Well, I want to pause. Can I pause it really quick and just yeah, say like, if you do, if you do put this in and for all the listeners, like the audio is shit. Just, yeah, so, just so everyone already. knows. <laughs> just so everyone knows. But it's totally worth it. Okay. All right. This is in December of 2002 at a venue nice. called The Void. I didn't look up where that is, but it's not relevant okay. to me. Huh. Monterey Peninsula Bike Scene. If I'm being honest, that's a... T- Oops, sorry. Didn't mean to do that. <laughs> If you're being honest, it's a, it's a pretty good name for a song. Yeah, totally. So I picked this for lots of reasons, but just the pure like sweaty chaos of this moment. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of sh- it's kind of jarring because when I think of Taking Back Sunday from 2022, like as we have it now, yeah, um, I think of them as an arena, like not arena rock, but a big band, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think They're it's like a- Memorial Auditorium level or like ace of spades right and i think when i saw them live this is what the venues looked like and it the connection to to punk and hardcore becomes a little bit more clear especially in the scene yeah this is very i saw them in 2002 and this is very reminiscent of like what it was like uh when did you see them we didn't talk about that last time i I saw them three times they were on tour with piebald Oh, right, 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 right. This is the one where you went to Portland, Seattle, and Vancouver, British Columbia. Nice. Yeah. And I was there for, I was there for Piebald, um, yeah. 100%. Here comes the, uh, emo part that I love so much. Yeah. I was there to see Piebald, but I liked this band at that time. Uh-huh. You'll notice here that the drummer now is from oh. the starting line. He stepped in. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. That's Why? I don't know. Line. He's so uh, distinct in the way that he looks. Yeah. It's pretty obvious. Yeah. He's also not good at drumming. He's fast. Uh, sure. He's, he's keeping up. Now I got to pay attention to the drums. Why is he drumming? Anymore? I don't know. He was only drumming in this breakdown part. He gets back up and leaves. After oh, this. really? It's very weird. How funny. That's like, uh, did you ever listen to that band Death From Above? Death From Above 1979. Yeah, for sure. Did you ever, when they were on Conan one time, Conan, Max Weinberg was on Conan, right? Don't know. You don't know? Well, anyway, they were on some late night show and I think it was Conan. Okay, this is so classic right here. He's, he's getting up and leaving. Starting line guy. Yeah, here, here comes the... Uh, my favorite part of this stupid medley. Adam is now jumping into the audience, like what about ready to mosh happening? to an Eminem medley right now. Oh, is this the eminent? Oh, I saw them do this. This is, I did not, was, I, this is not familiar to me. It is dumb, but it, it's Eminem's, there goes the starting line guy into the crowd. Uh, it's Eminem's most new metal song. So it yeah. makes perfect sense to me. I saw them, this was in December. I saw them in January of 2003 
that was the time I saw them uh, Blood Brothers open for them and that was the only thing I remember because we were standing like at the back of the boardwalk right. uh, and they did the end Eminem thing and I was like okay we can leave now we can leave it's so dumb <laughs> but it should be called out we need to call it out yes yes um but anyway Death Room Above they're doing their song and all of a sudden Max Weinberg runs out and like takes over on drums and it's pretty sick yes I dig on that yeah alright so that's Monterey Peninsula bike scene that was a cool a cool vid I dig it for the just the the scene nature of it. Like it's just a yeah, it's just yeah, a yeah. hardcore band or a punk band playing. Totally, I just kick myself out again. Why Damn are you it. kicking yourself out? I don't know. I'm not super happy to be watching together. I like to watch things alone, like a private, <laughs> private person. Apparently, is your other one an acoustic video? I mean, if you can call it that, it's like yeah. right after Adam hurt himself. Um, uh, apparently, yes. Yeah, and. uh he is, he's definitely playing an acoustic guitar, but okay. I wouldn't really call the set because there are other songs from that set and there. Uh-huh. I, I mean, I don't know. It's acoustic yeah. quote unquote. Yeah. That's let's yours, watch, right? let's watch some of that. Yeah. We don't okay. have to watch the whole thing, but it's cool. Cause, um, the, the girl is there. What is her name again? Michelle Nolan. Michelle. Thank you. Yeah. I'm going to skip ahead a little bit to like when she's singing. This, she looks so uncomfortable. Yes, she does. She also looks very bold. Yeah. She's stuck Which around. There's, there's a, also, dude, the, the drummer's wearing a hate breed yeah, uh, jersey. That's why she's pissed. <laughs> She has to, in, in, in some way, endorse that. <laughs> it's like they just went to the Victory Records warehouse and were like, whoa, yeah, yeah, sick. Yeah. <laughs> There's just way too much going on right now. There, like, it's so insane, especially for an acoustic show. Oh. Do you have the section where the dude... Okay, real quick, before we go any further, uh, guys. Um, oh, never mind. I'm going to stop. Oh, this is... <laughs> okay. Like being on the stage and like bashing yourselves in the face or like choking yourself or just defending your hip is totally cool. However, um, my leg hurts really bad and I really don't want John stop, please, just stop. Thanks. I really don't want to get Ooh. hurt again. I don't want to sound like an idiot. But, <laughs> That's um, why you left the band. Like, or a jerk. But please, if you could take it easy coming up here. If you want to mosh, that's cool. I mean, because moshing's cool, right? Okay. Is it? Right? Yeah. You got me. So there's this part where um. Dude comes up and like steals the mic that from him. Dude, right there. Right Is it coming up? I think yes. it's. I fucking hate it when people do that shit, dude. It's so frustrating. I didn't come here to see some random guy sing these songs. I came here to see Taking Back Sunday sing these songs. Totally. So, Danny, what I got to tell you though is the guy who steals the mic and screams his song. He's yeah. me. That's me, actually. No, it's not. <laughs> There's a no- so this part sucks too, but like there was an earlier time. This is not the first person to do yeah. this during this one song. Oh right, there's another guy, and, and Adam knows who it is. He, yeah, he like says the person's name. Like it was like I dislocated my hip, and I'm gonna stand yeah, up and I'm dance. Stand with this <laughs> stupid acoustic guitar. Also, in in time of COVID, it's like, can you not sing into his mic? Like he's oh, gotta yeah. sing into that mic. That better be over. Spit all over it. So they also there's also a video of your own disaster uh, from this set that you oh, can really? find, 
and Michelle Nolan is still there, just like sitting, just like, chilling. Yeah, <laughs> totally just, unfun. Just like uh, Yoko Ono in that uh, Beatles documentary thing. According to the, the other members who stuck with the band. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. Bike Scene's a good song. Do you I think didn't so? Pick it. Yeah, I didn't pick it, but I do. I mean, this album has songs that I feel like the last song is the weakest song. What is the last one called? Um, Do you know off the top of your head? Sorry to put you on the spot. No, I don't know off the top of my head. I think it's, is it Head Club? That could be, yeah. That sounds right. That's my, that's my number one song. What are you talking about, Danny? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Head Club is the last song. That's the one that starts with the piano, which I, I learned a thing about. The the piano, the do-do-do-do-do-do-do, the really fast piano, was added in without their knowledge, and then oh, they weird. got the final mixes. And I guess John had played a much slower version of that, and that was supposed to intro the song, but they sped it up to match the tempo of the song, uh, and they didn't like it. And they also didn't, the strings on twentieth, the great romances of the 20th century, um, they didn't ask for those to be put in there. It's like so weird, like this legendary, like hardcore metal label mm-hmm. decides to put strings in or a piano in. Victory on their just fast does whatever they band. want, man. That's why they suck so much. My um, my understanding is that they do suck, like that they are yeah, not yeah, a great yeah. label to work for. No, they're not. That's why everyone left. But so yeah, that was interesting. I watched in one of those videos. They were talking about how they they got like the final mix. And they're like, yeah, we don't like all this stuff. And we're, we're then told, well, it's too late. It is too late. Yeah. Dang. Sucks to be taking back Sunday. You yeah. Know? I, I mean, I do like the strings though. I do too. I think that that song, I think, I, I think I told you this when we were talking about it. Like that song was on my list initially, but I let it fall to some degree because it's, it is a single. It's like a big hit from the, mm-hmm. the album. I don't think that's fair. That's me being a bit cute. It's also why cute cut from the team is not on my list. Like oh. it's like, it's, it's a pretty, it's a pretty fucking dope song, but it is the big one. Yes, so it is. that said, um, your number five bike scene. We're done with bike scene. Monterey, excuse me, Monterey Peninsula bike scene. Thank you. Thank you. The real name, please. Uh, my number five, uh, is Timberwolves at New Jersey. Probably what is officially the, the actual best song from it the album. It's a really good song. I thought for this one, we instead of watching an actual um, Taking Back Sunday video, we would watch some footage of uh, um, a basketball game between the Minnesota Timberwolves and <laughs> yes. the New Jersey Nets. Yes, please. Oh, the only one I have for this is, uh, I think anyway, is a music video. I didn't. They have a music video for this. Tight. Yeah, that's right. Here it is. All right, let's watch a music video. It's rated R. It goes. Yeah. Rated R. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Look at those. They're all just such good bud videos, you I know? know. And they all liked each other. I feel like we could make a better video than this. Yeah. <laughs> That's all right. We have better technology today. <laughs> it's funny to think, like, they're just the dudes that are friends like making a goofy video when they're like this big kind of big deal band sort of now it's nice to remember they're real people too
I mean, they're so bad, but like, so they're telling a story, right? Like this is like, um, yeah, it's supposed to be like a movie trailer sort of, uh, and it's Adam is mad at all his friends because they're flirting with the, the girl he likes. Right. In a very suburban cul-de-sac looking yeah, yeah, town. Yeah. And they look legit like suburban cul-de-sac dorks. Yeah, yeah, they do. Oh, this is right. We get Adam singing in the shower in this one. (laughs) (laughs) And that dude, whose name I can't remember, is Kirkland Shampoo. (laughs) Oh, my God. Who thought of this? This is so uh, not sexy. It's so good, though. It's hilarious. Probably not supposed to be. I still can't believe in the 20 years since this album has come out how different our phones are. I know. I know. God, it's that that toilet is disgusting. The oh. toilet, that shower. I'm sure the toilet's disgusting too. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. <laughs> Alright, we got a we got a serial killer yeah. or something killing everyone. It's a sinister plan, we're told. Are we talking on the phone with a phone cord? Yeah. Here we got a little bit of violence. Is it a little bit of an if I can't have her, nobody can vibe or something? Pretty much, yeah. That sucks. Come on, y'all. There's more to life than that. Yeah. The end of the song is so fucking sick. Okay. Whoa. Okay, y'all. Let's uh. Let's calm down and take a deep breath here, Samurai Man. What the fuck? He's got a huge sword. Nah, dude. That is um probably one of the best music videos ever <laughs> yes. recorded it's very good quality quality camera work quality story all around good shit that's kind of all i gotta say about that song we i had the only video i had yeah i don't have anything either there's the same set that i had seen other things at so it's not something mm-hmm. that i'm gonna do yeah yeah i do but, think for to say something about why that song I had this song also at my number three, actually. I liked it more than you, apparently. Oh, but. yeah. I, I mainly like that song because of the uh, the bridge and the end. So like the breakdown part and then the whole ending with the dual vocals right. and all that kind of stuff. I don't know. It was really hard to pick like just five songs off of this record. This is true. Um, I like the song because of the scream part towards the end. Like just yeah. like that aggressive uh, screaming breakdown, which of course is associated with a violent revenge plot. Sure. Sure. You know, that's, I guess appropriate. It's got, it's, a, it's got that. I remember talking about the weak pick slide at the beginning. Yeah. Uh, but then it, it makes up for it with a really sick pick slide toward the end. Do you feel the weak pick slide was intentionally weak? Uh, I think it was maybe a bit of a flub that they kept in. Or maybe victory records put it in. <laughs> victory put knowing. it in. Yeah. <laughs> 
to honor rabies or whatever that guy is. <laughs> rabies is famous for shitty pick slides. <laughs> and so like if you listen to every victory album recording somewhere, mm-hmm. there's a shitty pick slide. <laughs> Uh, what was your number four? Uh, Ghostman on third. Oh, right. Oh, Second song. straight sport reference song. Yeah, this song is great. Yeah, Ghostman on third. Um, I've got something for it. I've got a, a recent video of this. Like something they did today or like uh, yesterday? Within the last few months. I, oh yeah, okay. Oh gosh. Can I, sh- go ahead with that one. Let's see yours first. Okay. The one that I have is so dumb, (laughs) but I'm ready for it. So for the listeners, while Danny searches that don't know what that means, when you're a lonely boy or girl or playing baseball at the age of seven or 12 or whatever, you don't have anyone to play with and you hit a single to yourself, I guess, Uh you can put your ghost man on base. That's true. Keep playing along. It's very, very emo. Here we go. It starts, uh, it, it misses kind of the intro. Uh, they, the, whoever made this video started recording late. Because they were like, wow, damn, this song has to be documented. Yes, exactly. After the start. Too Try excited. Again. Okay, so this is Taking Back Sunday in 2021 on the Coheed and Cambria SS Never Ender. Coheed and Cambria had a cruise. Starting oh, God. <laughs> where they just had a bunch of bands play on a cruise ship. He's not wearing any shoes, just He's, so everyone knows. I've I've noticed in recent videos, he doesn't seem to be a shoe wearer. Stopped it, yeah. You can pick up diseases that way, though. I'd recommend I'm not, not surprised. Another thing about Adam Lazaro is that I think he grew over the last 20 years, like, <laughs> quite does. a bit. <laughs> When I first, this was the first one I saw where I noticed he wasn't wearing shoes. And I was like, well, he's on a cruise. So that's okay. But then there's more. Distraction? Is that what he said? (laughs) Distraction. Do you feel that the other musicians, in particular the guitar player who looks. Like the older Riggins brother. That's all I want to say. He looks like the older. Oh, do you not watch Friday Night Lights? No. Dang, really? You have you watched that? Never watched that. Fuck. Uh, All right. They they look like session musicians. Yeah. Like they were hired. The dude on the far left definitely is that Nolan guy, though. He's got that body frame. Yeah. And they made up, which I'm happy about. I had a video of Monterey Peninsula bike scene where um, Michelle also comes back out in like 2014. So oh, they also cool. made up. Just cool. So uh, I don't know if you've really heard, but how do you feel about the way Adam sings now? Oh, dude. I feel like it's like a, first of all, it's a, it's a smoker cop out. I'm 100%. Like sure. he just can't hit it the way he used to. Yeah. And it's a little bit like he listened to a lot of Lucero and decided he was from Tennessee. <laughs> yeah. Which yeah. is a sick vibe, but like he's not from Tennessee. He's from yeah. New York. So I don't know. It's definitely like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Like, 
It's striking to me that this band um, still is around 20 years later. So, like, if this is how you do it, then do it. (laughs) If you also need to have, I think it's Billy Riggins playing guitar for you, that's tight, too. over here because he can't do the corn scat anymore. No, he can't do the corn scat anymore. You know who can do the corn scat still? Fucking Jonathan Davis yeah, corn. I'm sure he can. He's a professional. I, the, the number of bull buffy like men in um, tank tops watching this show from the balcony oh, is yeah. striking. Especially when we watch the video I have queued up for this. Ooh. Holy shit, what a trajectory. Like, the dude... I do not understand what happened to this band. <laughs> They're surrounded by Coheed fans. Is Coheed, the, is a typical Coheed fan a, a bulked out, like backwards hat, Oakley wearing tank top bro? Apparently. Oh, I, mean, well, I mean, those look at me. Cruises. Look at me. <laughs> Danny, I didn't notice that you were wearing a tank top until just now. That's amazing. <laughs> you didn't see my sunglasses I'm wearing? No, because you have them strapped around They're on your, the, back, uh, of my the head. back of your neck. <laughs> <laughs> no offense to... No, dudes, stop doing that. That's yeah, all I gotta say. Yeah. Full offense. Um, I want to take that song we just listened to, and I want to push it back literally um, 20 years. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, Hell yeah. To 2002. Oh, wait, you said that last one was 21. So, 21, okay, let's yeah, take it back. So Tw- 19, 19 years. years yeah. um, this is Taking Back Sunday's Ghost Man on 3rd. Uh, August 9th, 2002 in Boulder, Colorado. And I picked this, we don't have to listen to the whole thing, but there were a couple of funny parts about this. Like at the beginning, he reads off a, a flyer for another show in oh, town, sick. which is a vibe that like, again, the harks back to like, this is a band that they're on a fucking cruise yeah, yeah. now, but like, this is a band that literally was like, Oh yeah, give me that show. And they're like, yeah, Danny's band yeah. uh, is playing at uh, Sandy's house <laughs> on Friday. Why don't you make sure to head on over there? No cover free pizza. Like <laughs> You know, um, yeah, and then yeah. whereas like that last the song that you just played, like he's got that like twangy, yeah, sort he's of, got like, that adult contemporary like, approach, right? He's got like the, that's all the Friday night light Friday night light session session musicians. I couldn't get that one Bill, out. <laughs> Billy Riggins, yeah, is playing guitar for him for some. I don't know. Billy got out of he got out of Dillon, Texas. I guess yeah. good for him. Um, maybe but maybe he's the one that brought Adam that um that accent. Maybe uh, for, yeah <laughs> yeah. And then when they start and they're playing the song, like it just to me, like, first of all, it like really epitomizes the rap rock element to this band. Like you'll listen, it's really obvious when he does it live. Yeah. And just like how fucking like shitty the, 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 uh, this band like not was live, but it's just, like, it's just a shitty venue. It's just a shitty show, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Which, which is glorious. I yeah. love that, but it's the way it should be. Right. Is everybody still doing okay? Yeah. Got to check in with the crowd. Rock vids. Yeah. Hey. That's what Daddy's talking about. Yeah, all right. Those are some 2002 band yes. names. 
<laughs> That's what Daddy's talking about. That's what he's so thought about. I think this is the tour I saw them on. He was wearing that Rufio shirt? No, they were touring with Rufio, though. Oh, okay. But he just needed a shirt. Yeah. <laughs> he just needed a shirt. It's okay if you, you stand still. Do the, uh... This is... This is fucking corn, is what it is. It's so bad, dude. What? I love it. I mean, you had mentioned the last time we met that Taking Back Sunday is not a live band to play home about, right? This fucking proves it right here. It's so good. This is where you're actually cheering on the person who's going to take the mic. Yeah, yeah, you first the fucking guy. <laughs> um, I'm a poet right there, but I just, I don't know, man. Like, I think this is one of their better songs. It's such a good song. It's like a deep, it's deep lyrically. It's not kind of embarrassing 20 years later, but like that <laughs> performance is embarrassing 20 years later. It's, it's very embarrassing. That was horrible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it, it buttresses my theory that he was a big rap rock yeah yeah i think so that was very (laughs) uh rap rock-esque so yeah that song is good (laughs) that's not on my list either no i know i really struck out with the first two that's okay that was it's all right it is that's the way it should be that's the only way that we get to talk about most of the album yes my next song or do you have anything else to say about no no that song okay uh my next song my number four is Great Romances of the 20th Century. That's so 20th century. So 20th century that I don't have a video for it. We could watch the music video or we could we could watch another Ghost Man on Third video because I have no. another one for that. <laughs> do, do you? Is it better than the one I picked? <laughs> <laughs> no, because it's, it's not Taking Back Sunday playing it. It's some other band pretending to be Taking Back Sunday. Faking back Sunday Ew. or something like that. Let's see if I can find a, another video real quick. Why did you pick this song? Because uh, this song is pretty fucking great. I love the strings. Yeah. I like the little mumble that he does before the cor- the first chorus. He does like this little mumble stuff. Mm-hmm. And there's some lyrics that kind of creep me out. You want to watch someone doing a bedroom acoustic cover? Yes. Okay. A very, the creepiest environment possible for the song. Here we go. Oh, uh, it's like a, uh, this is a total emo kid. How how long ago was this? I don't know. Seems very recent. The quality is pretty good. They also have those little uh, characters in the left corner. I'll turn it up a little bit. I don't know. 
It's pretty good like this, actually. Yeah. It's very mellow and sad. It also fits the period from which this comes. Yeah, like there yeah. are bands that sound just like this. This is like dashboard covering <laughs> Take It Back Sunday. Are the Secret Stars? Do you, are the, do you know that band? No. No, oh, dang. Gotta do a list for you, I guess. I guess so. I can't find this cover on regular YouTube. There it is. This is Ben Bestwick Music. Get it, Ben. Good job, Ben. Let's just get it over with. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get this cover over with. I don't mean that in a mean way. I mean, I just mean that in no. a jokey way. Ooh. Let's see, when is this? Oh, this is six years ago. It's pretty good. Are you gonna, Ben, are you going to do a, a full album cover for the 20th anniversary? Oh, he probably already has. That's what I want to know. You should post the this episode into his comments. I'll tag. Yeah, I'll tag it. Let's see what you've been doing um, recently. Uh, how do you feel about this cover? Actually, like sincerely, up against the original. It's a it's a nice rendition. I I do like this kind of thing. I like that he's not tr- just trying to like. It's not just like an acoustic cover of the original yeah. song, you know. It, he's making it his own, sort of. He's got that capo going on the on the neck there. But we just looked. We made eye contact. Yeah, dude, he heard you. Oh, oh no. Um, I'm gonna wager that this guy is not in the United States. He's got look at that um, floor uh, heater. He's got or that wall sure, heater. He's sure. got in the back. Yeah. Ben J. Mountains. He's done some, let's see, he did a cover of somebody named Avery Lynch. Uh, somebody named Zach Oliver. Pink Panthers. Who did a Strokes cover? Charlie XCX. That Charlie XCX is one I could dig on. Some Green Day, some Nirvana classics, Allison Chains, Katy Perry. He's a- job ben proud of you buddy that's all i gotta say about this was this one on your list i can't remember no oh right because it's a single no that's not why i think it fell off i feel like i like this song i I think um 
what pushes me away and then there are a couple of it's just lyrically at the end of this song i don't know what the hell he's talking about it's a little creepy at the end yeah a little creepy very of the time though oh 100 percent. yeah what about that what about that brought it to you at this at this number this is number four Four, number four yeah four it was I, i believe this was no i think it's always been number four it's a song I like, but it's not a song that I, I like love, you know, um, it's never one that I'm like, oh, I really want to listen to this song again. Word. But uh, I don't know. Maybe that means it should have been lower on the list or not on the list at all. But I like the string part. I think that's fun, yeah. even though they didn't want it there. Even though rabies himself put it in. <laughs> yes. <laughs> all right. No, don't speak ill of the dead. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> what do you got for... Um, where where are we? Your number three? My number three's been covered. Oh right. And so my number three, which is your number one. That's right. Because I, yeah. I know how you do. I feel for this one when it comes to videos. Oh, I actually have a contemporary video. I don't have any. So sweet. I don't know how I didn't end up with any. Well what's um what about this song? Oh Put right. Number three so, spot. Um I guess maybe my whole story about the first time I heard this band and not liking them going to I went to Tower Records it was a rainy day I was in a typical sour Danny mood uh bought the CD because it was on victory and I think it had the sticker on front that said for fans of Thursday or some shit which makes sense and I think it's true sure sure absolutely and uh put this CD in the song starts opener of the album and I didn't really like it Mm -hmm. but I've come to absolutely love this song this album is not one that I come back to very often. Um, but every time I do, it's one that I have to start at the begin- beginning because I love this song now. Right. I think it's a great, really strong opener. We noticed, uh, or I noticed, and we talked about last time, how the drums, uh, the drum beat at the beginning is a very kind of off-kilter, interesting drum beat. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I really appreciate that now And it makes me like this song a little bit more That's why I like this song Because it's really great It's a great opener It's a great opener I picked the song and put it way ahead of you Although you did say that it would be your number one song If your first and second songs mm-hmm. were not mm-hmm. um, ever recorded <laughs> Which is pretty high praise Like for the you know how I do Yeah, yeah um, I think for me <clears throat> And this is a thing that I feel like I'm trying to figure out on this on this podcast When I have the chance to talk to you Is like figuring out like for me, um, like I feel like to some degree I come to these songs with a sort of, um, yeah, I don't know, like less musically technical sure. approach. And I think that for this song in particular, what I love about it are two things that I think we mentioned when we were recording previously or talking about this song previously. It's like there's a swell to this song and it is a fucking, it, it leads up to just like a total all-encompassing sing-along rad live song yes. which is what this video yes. i picked shows like this video i think even though this video is pretty contemporary i think it's 2013 2014 like you see like what it was probably like um especially with the higher video uh, video quality when you're seeing the song live yeah 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 and related to that of course is just the sing-along ability of it and the build-up at the end like just is so fucking rad so for <laughs> me it's like this is a song that i just absolutely love singing along to and um just dig the all encompassing um uh fucking sing-along vibes oh, of the yeah. band. so this video we're gonna watch is gonna show that a little bit so the beginning in particular just like is a build-up to just like a total mosher real smusher up at the beginning let's of the, do up it. At the front of the stage 
They can go without the clapping, in my opinion, but that's sure. older people. But here you go. I hear everyone singing it along. That's what it is. So, like, the cruise guitar player, the um, Billy Riggins, <laughs> is not the popcorn dude. Oh. This part is sick. Yeah. <laughs> Oops, I did that. Oh, you really like that guitar. The guitarist on stage uh, right. Um, the one that we can't see. No, the one. But the bass player. See. Oh, okay. So the Nolan left. guy's guitar. Yeah. Stage right. I got you. Is that um? What's his name? John Nolan. That's Nolan. Okay. Yeah. Do you like considering that? Um, I'm gonna skip ahead a little bit here. See what we get. Yeah. That dual vocal attack to end the song is on point here as well, yeah. If I'm... If I'm not mistaken, Adam did an Eeyore right there, a little donkey sound, but that's okay. What's going on there? Sounded a little bit like a donkey sound, yeah. yeah. Oops. What was I going to say? How do you feel about him not flinging the microphone in his older years and instead using a mic stand? At At the end of the day, unfortunately, microphones are for singing. Not for swinging. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I much prefer it. I much prefer if he wants to swing it around, but maybe not run around as much. That's fine. Um, mm-hmm. I just I think he he did too much on stage and it and it was uh, not a good decision. The shows were worse for it. Mm-hmm. So I like that he is a little more standstill or something. But I think that gives him time to how do I want to put this gives him time to country up his vocals maybe (laughs) shit such a knock I know I mean it's appropriate I do feel like I need to listen more closely to their contemporary records like if his recorded vocals sound like that I don't don't know know. maybe it's just a a pandemic thing because the one the ones I really notice it are are post pandemic I think uh, Maybe. The, Does COVID do that? Yeah, if you get COVID, you suddenly <laughs> start singing like you're a mem- like you're in a Memphis alt punk band. <laughs> That's true. That is factual. <laughs> I saw it. I saw it on something. It is like a respiratory 2020. Uh, disease, so or virus. So this one, the, um, I do have a video from um, Monterey. Shit! What the hell is that song called again? Monterey, Monterey Peninsula bike scene. <laughs> From 2013 or something like that. Like right after they brought Nolan back and uh-huh. he's got the draw. Oh, he's got it. So okay, okay. He's definitely, maybe he was patient zero for COVID-19. Maybe, maybe. Yeah. He actually gave uh-huh. it to the, um, to the bat. To the bat that then gave it to somebody yeah. in a market in Wuhan. Yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> Damn, that's, now that is some QAnon shit. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Adam I'm going to go on Reddit. <laughs> 
or genius.com r slash pop punk r slash pop punk conspiracies <laughs> yeah can you imagine four years from now someone yeah. running for the presidential ticket yeah referencing danny danny anon um <laughs> on our pop our pop punk it's gonna be pete wentz running for president <laughs> it's pete wentz yeah <laughs> Dude, I all right. I don't want to go there. I don't want to. I don't need to bring up how how much I would absolutely vote for him. You know, is what it is. Fall. Were you a Fallout Boy guy? I never got into their first album. Oh hell yeah, Yeah. absolutely. Okay, just sounds like Um, saves the day to me. Which in turn sounds like Lifetime. So, no, like I think, well, yeah, that, that first saves the day. Um, do you not like saves the day? No, I love saves the day. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm mad that the, that Chris got sort of canceled. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I don't need it. You'd, whatever. I don't <laughs> listen to them. <laughs> what was I going to say? Fallout Boy. That first Fallout Boy album. I mean, that band was way more, they were way more, um, associated. I feel like with the punk and hardcore scene. At least yeah. I was just, um, scrolling through Facebook this afternoon and, uh, that brand race trader posted a uh, right. video talking about how it's about fallout boy and their connection to the hardcore scene and all that. And I guess they talk a lot about race trader in that video. Yeah. They have that. Like I mentioned last time we were talking about this album, that there's that scream part in Timberwolves at New Jersey. Oh yeah. And it reminded me of that, that same era, that first fallout boy mm-hmm. album comes out and instead of screaming themselves, they bring in the dude from bleeding through so just like guttural as absolute fuck, just like screaming Do you think out. While he was recording it, he was doing somersaults. Uh, yeah. Oh hell yeah. I mean he <laughs> he that guy thinks he's Henry Rollins. So yes, hundred percent. I always thought they had percussion on that song, but it was just the thumping of the somersaults. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> uh, that's fun. I didn't know that was that was the bleeding through guy. I've. I'm fairly familiar with that song because it was in the the play file at the record store I worked at. So word, it's a guest. It's a guest featuring. It's a featuring track. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which you see more and more um, for pop punk. You know this band Proper by chance? Oh yeah, yeah. Like they do a lot of featuring in their um, in their in their new album, which I really like. Do they really? I didn't. Yeah, know. It's, is it like new? New like this year? Yeah, they just put an album out like five days ago. I think. Oh shit! Really? Like. Oh man. I should look before I don't quote me on that. One second here. Um, no, you did A and R for them. That's cool. Yeah, I feel like you're going to be getting um, a little bit of a promo check. This uh, episode brought to you by uh, <laughs> what's their label called again? Big scary, big scary monsters or something? Like, oh yeah, that's the UK label. Oh uh, yeah, I don't know. Where, I don't know how to get this band. I only listen to them on 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 streaming. Unfortunately, I just lost you the uh, endorsement there. Um, I got it. I got it. Oh, look, Cody already listened to it. Father Daughter Records. And oh, it's oh, classic Father Daughter Records. Yeah, it came out on March 25th, so two days ago. I'm going to have to so, listen to this. Uh, what are we talking about? I don't remember anymore. Um, um, you know oh, how your number, I do. That's right. Um, I'm done with that. Yeah, does, me too. There's, there's no Eminem part, so I'm ready to go <laughs> forward. <laughs> Uh, so that was my number three and we already talked about your number. So you're number two, buddy. Is it my turn? I feel like you have two left and I have one left to, 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 to reveal to the audience. Oh, okay. Okay. So, so do you want to guess what your last two are? Sure. You can guess the last two. I, so you don't have, I guess you don't have to really, I don't know. Like 
my last, my number two, shit, let me get myself back over to the album. I'm over here on. Your number two is a song that's not on my list. Do you know that? Know, I know what it is. Yeah. I remember what it from it, last. Oh, it's Your So Last Summer. That's not on yours? No. Huh. You're then, you've, I'm going to say it is your number two and your number one. I'm not saying the order yet, but it's, um, there's no I in team and cute without the E cut from the team. We'll just have to wait and see. Uh, and the order is, I think you're going to do one of those curveball ones. You're going to do number two is cut from the team. And then number one is there's no I in team, mm-hmm. which is what you say after you get cut from the team. <laughs> That's my guess. Okay. Um, well, I do have a video for my number two. Um, you're so last summer, which is the iconic video of this. Yeah, song. let's watch it. We have to watch it. It's their best video, even though they look like <laughs> they look like absolute morons. The only person who comes out of this video looking good is Flavor Flav, because no surprises there. Yeah, yeah. God, it's been a so long since I've watched this. Those clothes, man. It's so weird. Oh yeah, it starts with the the wrong the thing. wrong guitar. Yeah. Oh, so the flavor flavor is wearing those Oakleys that go over the forehead and yeah. around the back. Of, I just, I don't get it. But he's so good in this role. Also, why have Adam in the video at all? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He looks like an idiot. I'm curious, like how this came to be. Yeah, did a. This song was done as a video. This must be their third single, probably or fourth I think single. So, yeah. So they were already making a bunch of money by this point, I assume. So yeah, it's not like Flavor Flav was like, "Dude, you're a great band. Let me go sing your <laughs> yeah, video." Yeah, yeah, yeah. He so he's doing that strange shuffle walk. I wonder if his hip is hurt or like what. Adam with a grill. Yeah, like why Flavor Flav sings yeah. the moments that he sings make no sense. But you think the he still bleeding knows the words. He didn't know. He didn't know them when he did this video. <laughs> Nothing about this makes sense. Yeah, not at all. Look at that. Yes. They, when I used to try to pick up change, like pick up change mosh, I was yeah, like yeah, that yeah. like overly skinny dude who's just like, uh, 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 <laughs> pick up. Oh, the, oh, there's the shuffle. The little famous shimmy. The little hip shuffle. I don't know, they're doing some gambling. I don't know. <laughs> this should have been the last song on the album. That's probably true, yeah. It's a good closer. That is a classic. 
fan photo. Is this like the end of Stand By Me right now? I never saw him again. <laughs> must be, yeah, the fade off. Flavor Flav was not a part of that, though. I don't yeah, know if no, <laughs> this makes any sense. Damn it. He was a figment of their imagination. <laughs> Holy shit. <clears throat> that was awesome. Yeah, agreed. <laughs> I have a video uh, if you want a an acoustic performance on Carson Daly. Oh, damn. Carson Daly was still doing a show at this time. Apparently. Cool. Yes. Of course, it's on The Voice. We don't have to uh, watch the whole thing. All right, here we go. Carson Daly. Also from Punk Rock Vids. Punk Rock, Punk Rude Boy Loser? Is that what that says? Oh, Oh, that's something unrelated. This is Broken Hip Era. (laughs) Yes. This is a, it sounds like that Dashboard song. Touching your (laughs) bit. Did you say touching your thing? (laughs) Bit. I don't remember the lyrics. <laughs> Sounds like a dashboard song. <laughs> Touching your thing. <laughs> Touching your thing. It's making me think. <laughs> How do you feel about this unplugged edition? Uh, uh, he just said it. I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. At least it's actually acoustic. Whereas yeah, that other yeah, one, yeah. Like, they have also a stand-up bass player. I know the stand-up sick. bass is a bit much. No, 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 no. Disagree. Strong disagree. There's, I wish they had all worn tuxedos. There's one point, uh, there's somebody in the crowd that's like really into it. And I was like, yeah, that's me. Sick Mohawk back then. Yeah, they just, this isn't right. Yeah. This is after what's his name quit. Yeah. Well, except you did, Adam. We all your whole entire business, all the tea was spilled. We know exactly what you're talking about, and you definitely lied. Well, he just said he had to. He got to the he, truth. He got to do what he got to. He's got to do what he's got to. <laughs> how, from a from like a performer's perspective, like how do you shift from how do you make an acoustic like set better or what good enough to be like different, unique, and still fun to hear? Like how did Nirvana do it? I guess like like that shit. I don't know. Um, what do you think about? Oh, there, that guy right there. Yeah, uh, he's into it. That would have been you, dude. Is that's that you? Me. Yeah, that's me. I didn't realize that you started out bald. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess everyone does, no? Yeah. He just kept that baby bald for a really I kept long it time until I was twenty-five and it all grew. <laughs> Interesting. Um, I don't know how to do a good good acoustic performance. Um. Be Nirvana, play, play yeah, covers. Pretty of unfair. Play Meat covers puppets and David Bowie. I like that. Like <laughs> someone comes, you're a consultant for doing MTV Unplugged. So yeah, like, oh, yeah, man, yeah. Just go talk to the Meat Don't puppets play your own songs. <laughs> I hated I, that dashboard unplugged. MTV I, unplugged. I would love to watch it for this kind of. Um, popcorn picking right where we're yeah, really, yeah, like, yeah. making fun of that was be like actually... this scene right here oh. it's the whole thing that i found about that dashboard thing was just the the, the fanboys and girls like just out there just singing, singing their hearts oh. i have I to was say furious. Though, like th- i went and saw a dashboard i think once maybe twice yeah and that was the whole vibe right yeah. like you just go there to like close sing your eyes as, and uh, sing yeah, shit. yeah 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 
It's so embarrassing. I, don't cut that, Danny. <laughs> <laughs> it is embarrassing. I was yeah. I was right there doing it, but I know I was right next to you. I noticed this man yeah. who was a little bit too old to still be baby bald, but <laughs> I saw him. Uh, I saw Rocky Vadalato open for him. Your buddy, oh, hell yeah, you yeah, my, my good friend Rocky. Yeah, I call him Aki, <laughs> but all right, that's what the, that's what his close friends call him. Yeah, <laughs> you liked him more than Chris Caraba. Uh, now I in do the, for in sure. In the end, I guess. Yeah, 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 in the end, absolutely. Yeah, Chris Caraba was never in uh, Waxwing, so. Chris Caraba was never in Waxwing. He wasn't further, seems forever. Yeah, but they only um, have one good album. Waxwing has uh, three good albums. Out of how many? Three. Oh, shit, 100%. 100%. No yeah. Ghost Men on third, just home no, runs every no, time. No. Just <clears throat> everyone showed up for the game. What's your number two song? Is it a Waxwing song? <laughs> <laughs> it is not a Waxwing song. It is cute without the E. Oh, cut from the team. Cut from the team, as yeah. predicted by Nate. Oh, shit, I got it right. Hell you yes. You did. You did. How I feel good about that. Dang, appropriate choice. I, it have, is, no, uh, I have no argument. I fucking love it. Yeah. It's such a great song. It's, I mean, it's an all-time classic. Like the intro that they had at the beginning of the You're So Last Summer video mm-hmm. uh, is just a timeless emo intro so much so that they had to put it on the video yeah, for, a different yeah, yeah. Song. <laughs> for the different song uh really great back and forth lyrics um although this is the one is this the one where he says no this isn't the one where he says trick but there are some creepy lyrics in this one yeah i think in every song he says trick and ghost man on the third if i'm not mistaken oh, right. and yeah that's when he's talking about um I don't know. It feels like it fits the theme, but yeah, the, the language is not necessarily like um, very sex positive or anything like that. Yeah, yeah. Necessarily, but well, there yeah. is a, a, a music video for this, uh, but I didn't pick that to watch. I, I have something sort of funny to watch. If you want to watch something funny, I don't want to watch something serious. Okay, good. Unless it's that guy Ben from the Netherlands who covers songs <laughs> quietly in his bedroom. Quietly. This is something for a few months that I was very into and thought was really, really cool. And now I realized just how embarrassing it is that I thought it was cool and just how embarrassing it is that uh, these one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, nine to ten uh, college age boys did. This is Emo Capella covering Cute Without the E. What the fuck? Cut from the team. Appropriate. Oh, God. Look at those baggy pants. That was me. This isn't very good. I, when, you're, when you're 20 and you're... Uh, I guess what uh, I'm saying is I don't... Bedroom. I don't hear the song, though. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, no. They're, it's not good. They're just going dump 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 If any of you emo capella guys are, are listening to this, uh, I appreciated you when I was twenty. I appreciate you now. <laughs> they did a pretty mean uh, at your funeral. That saves the day. Okay, well, that's the song that. 
I feel like that was the one that broke me with that band. You, oh, really? I liked it, but it was. I think it's when I became conscious about the sort of like subtle violence that was yeah popular at the time. Very. Like where I was just like, wait a second. <laughs> I kind of I kind of came up out of the haze. Yeah. A little bit, like not enough to get rid of my over my dead body or like trunk full of dead bodies hoodie or something like that. But there was a lot of that stuff. That song though really like you're like, wait, what? Yeah, there they go. They caught it. They got it. They got it. It's about to fucking they're about to go off though, man. I wonder if the dudes in the khakis don't like the dudes in the jeans. Probably. It's pretty evenly divided. Yeah. Oh, no, wait. There are more khakis. Or more jeans, sorry. This time. I bet you the next video, there's going to be more khakis. Khakis okay. are taking over. Another uh, new metal vibe. <laughs> yes. Dude, that dude really stealing the show. Yeah. Showstopper. Um, that's uh, Lady Camden in Moulin Rouge. <laughs> oh, Lady Camden. <laughs> yeah. Dude, they should all just start picking up change. Come yeah. on, mosh it out. Just wait, just wait. I mean, they're not going to mosh, but... Okay. Yes. Down goes the water bottle. Jump. And there, do you hear the giggles in the background? <laughs> People are making fun of them. Oh no, guys! <laughs> wow, wow, Danny, I'm, oh. I'm applauding you right now. Thank you, thank you thank for that you. introduction. Emo acapella, <laughs> cute without the e, cut from the team. Yes, sir. Damn. Uh, did, so you watched? You're caught up on. Uh, yeah, just last night I caught up. Drag Race. It was such a great episode. Oh, hell yeah, it was. I couldn't believe, like, I don't know how much time they give them to, like, from start to finish, prepare a musical like that. But yeah, Amanda did, was was uh, skeptical of, wait, they just happen to have these costumes that fit this perfectly? Or no, that's, I must have been planning that all season, I would imagine. It was but, too good. Yeah, I was like, I, they probably have, like, seamstresses that can just, like, get these things ready really quick. That could be, but I also think like from the acting perspective, like they've done, they did the soap opera, mm-hmm. they did the, the comedic, what do you call that when they act like other people? Oh, Snatch um, Game. Snatch very, Game. Very and they poorly. were like, the, the, you know, like these, this, this crew, there's a really, there's a lot of talented Queens, but like to, to pull that off that well, they just had never, it feels to me like they'd been practicing that yeah, yeah for yeah. a lot longer than they let on. It kind of seems like it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So yeah, cut from the team. It's a great fucking song. Uh, the video is the, the like fight club video. <clears throat> do you think, cool, Oh, sorry. No. Do no. you think from like of their entire catalog is that what's their most well known or recognizable song broadly recognizable? Is I it think cut one? from the team is, is like not their, make damn sure. Oh, maybe. I don't know. I don't really know that song very well. I wonder what their number one song on Apple music is. It's cut from the team. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's the, it's the taking back Sunday song. I don't know, but maybe Make Damn Sure is, is up there. What is... Wait, what is your number two? No, we've already done all your songs now. All mine are done. I've already, I'm already done. Well, fucking A. I guess there's no I in team, a.k.a. my number one song. <laughs> <laughs> I want to hear about this choice. 
I mean, as we said, like this is pretty much ten bangers, nine bangers yeah, of an yeah. album, right? It's hard yeah. to pick five, but to put with you were super sure too. You were like, my one and two are yeah, they would dead not set one and twos and not like, change at all. Keep without the E fits up there to me. Like I'm not surprised by that. No, I'm team though. Talk to me about that. Uh, one. It's so great. It's got it's like peak dual vocals. The back sure. and forth of the vocals is fucking great. Uh, I don't think anyone has ever or will ever make in a pop punk band. I'll, I'll go, I'll go there in a pop punk band. No one has ever and will never be able to do the back and forth the way that, uh, Adam and John Nolan do in this song. It's fucking amazing and classic. The, the end of course is great as, as with pretty much all of their songs and it's just repeating that line over and over again, which I was making a cassette for a friend one time, a mix cassette. Um, mixtape, yo. A mixtape, yes. Uh, I was making them a mixtape because uh, I would make them in high school and that's how I would like get some of my friends into punk. And I was like, here's a mm-hmm. mixtape, you know. Um, and it was like later, obviously, this is 2002. And he's like, oh, I want you to make me a mixtape of new bands that you like. Because we had kind of like lost touch a little bit and and whatever. And so I made him a tape and I put this song on there. And the way I had to do it was in my parents' living room, the CD player with the cassette player, play the song and record it. And so the song's playing. And at the end, he's saying the line at the end, which I can't fucking think of right now. This is my favorite song on the album. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm with you on that. But it ends and my dad is like walking through the room and he's like, okay, <laughs> like walks into the garage. Uh, it was uh, hilarious. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. It's, it's a great fucking song. That's, that's all I got to say about it. Uh, but not Nate worthy. No, I don't know why this one passed me. I didn't think, I didn't think about it. Unfortunately. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. I feel like I told you that like you challenged this. You challenged me to pick five. Mm-hmm. I listened to the album one time through thinking like, shit, I haven't heard this in a long time. I can't remember any of the songs. Most of like immediately they all, I remembered all of them. Right. Yeah. And then I picked, five, I think I picked six. I mentioned this, that 20th century was on there, but yeah, I didn't pick cut from the team because I was like, oh, that's cut from the team. But, um, yeah, this one didn't, this one didn't track with me for some reason, but I don't know why. I know it's a great song. The intro part is really rad, like real stand out. Yeah. Um, let's. I actually don't have any videos, but let's find something for my broken brain. This even this that song stands out. Taking back Sunday. Uh, I have the acoustic version. Do that Tay Ten Tay F Ten live from the Starland Ballroom. That looks pretty dope. Okay. All right, here we go. This song is called There's No I T. Oh, give me a break. Did you hear that accent? What? There's no I on team, cowboy. <laughs> Danny, can you start that over one second? got to yes, concentrate yes, yes. on that. I'm also going to turn it down. This song is called There's No I T. No! <laughs> what? That is so dumb. <laughs> Uh, I really love the drum beat at the beginning as well. Yeah. I mean, this is a dope, this is a dope choice. 
This song is called There's No I'm Team, <laughs> says New Yorker. Yeah. Ooh, he is so sweaty. Yeah. I can't believe it. Look at the crowd size they're playing. How is one just from? What? This is from uh, 2012. Okay. Ooh, they're still very popular. Yeah. Yeah, the, the singing is so much better on this because he's not running around. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> is this an improvement for you or uh... <laughs> not a, not that break it huh? <laughs> at least john can still bring it yeah Their guarantee for this show is what? What do you think? Uh, oh, man. I don't even know. Oh, here Whoa. we go. Who's that? Wait, who is this he introduced him? I was talking. I don't know. Neil, Neil Rubinson. So good. Hardcore guy. I don't know who that guy was. That's their tour manager. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> Is he from bands or anything? No, it says Neil Rubenstein, who later became the group's tour manager, contributed vocals to There's No Iron Team, Timberwolves at New Jersey, and Head Club. Huh. As on the original recording. I liked that performance despite the couple draw moments. That was pretty dope. Yeah. <laughs> I do think Neil Rubenstein should have been the third vocalist the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just like fucking Brocore guy. Hell yeah. Sick. Uh, well, that's fucking it then, huh? I'm starting to think now that 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 Mashi Yelly part during Timberwolves at New Jersey was actually Neil Rubenstein and not oh, uh, John Nolan. Maybe that is it. Good list. Danny. you did a good job. The 10 year anniversary. We're now at 20 years. Yeah. Wow. 
They got a deluxe deluxe version of the album coming out in June. I saw that. Um, it's all sold out. Did you get it? Did you get one? No. I would like to own it again. I I used to own it, but I gave it to somebody. And I would buy it if it didn't come with the ten inch that had the demos. Because I don't. I at first I was like, oh, that's really cool, but I'm never gonna fucking listen to that ever like i'll listen to it on streaming or whatever if i really feel like it but i just want the album so i'm hoping they'll release it without the 10 inch and then i'll buy that version yeah that's true it's funny like i would never listen to i listened to the demos of fugazi yeah and i listened to the demos of nevermind nirvana because it's chad channing drumming oh and it's fun to listen to that because everyone knocks that dude and says dave crawl is the genius drummer behind most of the drum parts on nevermind uh-huh. but it's important to know that channing wrote most of them interesting is that the original drummer he's not original they had a lot of drummers he's the uh, dude who drums on bleach the oh, first okay. the okay. first full length yeah okay interesting i yeah. didn't know that but i would never listen to a demo otherwise yeah. realistically like, yeah and every once in a while it's kind of fun but most of the time i don't go out of my way how do you feel about this this album being 20 years old now could be could be older. I mean, <laughs> we're still we're still we're still young, Danny. I think that's important for us to focus on. I suppose. And um, we were very young when this came out, and we're still quite young. Yeah. Twenty years yeah. on, we're not. We don't look like Adam. That's for sure. That's true. That guy that's looks true. I he's s- been through a couple. You know. It's because we wear shoes. It's because we wear <laughs> shoes. What do you think about this album first? And then I have a follow up. For the most part, it's held up well. It's still a fucking banger front to back. I could, I could take or leave head club. I don't, it's a good song, but I don't, I, it feels out of place at the end. I don't think even with, uh, what's his name coming back. I don't think they would have been able to make an album as good as this ever again. Um, even if, even if they had stayed the same members, I don't think it would have been as good. There's just something about like what they were writing about and the time that it came out that I think everything just everything was in its in the right place for them to write this really fucking awesome album. And I don't think they would have been able to recreate anything like it. Maybe I mean, maybe they could have had their war all the time follow up, you know, but I don't think so. Some people would argue that they did do two albums thereafter in particular that were, of course, different members. But yeah, I mean, I know people who absolutely stand yeah. the second and third album. Interesting. I mean, I there's obviously people that do because this band is still fucking huge as far as Oddly, an, yeah. an emo pop punk band is concerned. So, yeah, I for me. It, it just didn't hit the same. Um, it's kind of like the. Not kind of like the the Strider, which we were just talking about via text, um, and about how they had member changes and lineup uh, round robin kind of thing going. There's just something about the dynamic of Adam and John that worked really well, and fucking Freddie or whatever that guy's name is just doesn't have it. Freddie is not the popcorn dancer. No. I really should learn the names of these dudes before we do a two-hour podcast. I know the the two guys that do vocals. I don't know anybody else's name. Oh, man. 
man. <clears throat> That's all right. Who cares? I'm, they're all great. Yeah. I'm sure. But, Sean Cooper. Oh, wait. These people could have been. Eddie Reyes is the guy with the popcorn. They could have been, I don't know, somebody named Dave probably. Could have been, yeah. Oh, the follow-up is like, how do you feel about this, the the cruise concert things? Oh, uh, no, thank you. You really have no interest. No, not at all. I know all. you're not. You told me once that you weren't a poolside I'm not a poolside guy. I'm not a pool guy. I don't, I, the idea of going on a cruise in general just sounds awful. Um, this was apparently just like a boat in the water. Like it wasn't like they, I don't think anyway, they like set to sea or anything. I think it was just like docked, but it was on a boat and it was like multiple days. Uh, maybe a younger version of myself would have gone as a Coheed fan. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, 40 year old Danny, I have no interest in setting foot on a cruise ship. Yeah, did I would never do it either. But I think the concept is, I don't know what the concept is. It's kind of ridiculous. It's a bit ridiculous. Yeah. I was a bit surprised when, when Coheed announced it, but you know, that's okay. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah. It's, it's that time in our lives where a bunch of albums that we grew up with are turning 20. So I don't know. We might do some more things like this because, because why not? Cody and I did the blood brothers album last week. Uh, and I'm trying to get uh, Dante to give me um, Boxcar Racer because I've never listened to them and their album is 20 years old. That's that. That's like that Blink-182 side project? Is that what yeah, that is? Okay. Yeah, Tom's side project. I don't know. That guy's too busy to text me back these days. So, Dude, I can imagine. Like, he's, he's what is he? Um, he bought like a SUV limo with a hot tub in it, right? Is that yeah, what he did? yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's what he takes uh, to his sporting events that he has to write about. I mean, wait, what? <laughs> That's what he's doing. He's a he's a sports journalist now. Okay, I dig on that. Actually, that's pretty cool. I did not know that. I think that's yeah. incredible. <laughs> <laughs> he uh, he pulls uh, his uh, SUV limo onto the basketball court, courtside, and mm-hmm. says, "All right, play." He literally watches from a TV in the, from the, (laughs) yes. Yeah. That's dope. (laughs) I, um, I did a Google search of, um, albums that came out in 1992. Mm -hmm. Those 30 year old albums. I wonder if anything from that era pops for you too. Like for example, uh, something like, uh, Sonic Youth's Dirty or Beastie Boys Check Your Head. No, I never got into Sonic Youth. Ill Communication is the one and only Beastie Boys album that's worth listening to. Okay, that's a really stupid opinion, but I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> it's been profoundly dumb. But, uh, <laughs> what about the self-titled Rage Against the Machine? That's pretty cool. Yeah. I'm, I'm not so huge on Rage that I would be able to talk about them for two hours. What about for 45 minutes? <laughs> Maybe 45 minutes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Arguably a decent amount of time to talk. Uh, okay, computers twenty five. The color and the shape by Foo Fighters. Oof, love that album. To that guy, Taylor Hawkins. Yeah, that's a good yeah. point. He was not on that album. But oh. It's actually a really interesting story. Do you know the William Goldsmith got, got, got fired? Sunny Day Real Estate drummer. 
Oh no, I didn't know that. Tracked all the drum lines for that album. Dave Grohl was like, "This, this is crap. You're fired. Get out of here." And he got behind the kit himself, did all the tracks, and then he hired Taylor Hawkins, who wow. was the dude away. Yeah. Anyhow, hey, thanks for listening to uh, this two-part episode of Take It Back Sunday, 20th anniversary of Tell All Your Friends. Thanks to Nate for being awesome. Do we have something coming up, Danny? Or do I get, am I, am I, have I been uh, cut from the team? No, you're not cut from the team. We've got Piebald coming up. And you gave me. And I gave you Alcest. Alcest. Okay. I cannot fucking wait. All right. We've got Piebald coming up. That's, that's Yeah, we got Piebald coming up, man. (laughs) Uh, Maybe later this week we can do that. If you have time. This is the holiday week. I'm going to Long Beach for Shan's family at the end of the Whoa. week. So LBC. LBC. Long Beach. Going to visit the grave of Bradley City. Knoll. Oh, my God. I want you to get around a table with Shannon and tell her that you love Sublime. I do like Sublime. <laughs> okay. Well, for me to you, that'll be funny. Let's bring it up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so Shannon, I heard you're from the LBC. <laughs> That's a do you know? Sure, fire did you ever, to, like, did you ever meet set El- off some sparks? Did you ever meet Louie Dog? <laughs> <laughs> um, I just try to pretend that Sublime is Whitey Ford, <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> is aren't they the same guy? Maybe. Or is that Whitey Ford guy Everlast? He's from House of Pain. <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Are they from Long Beach? Uh, oh, well. well, next band I'm giving you is Sublime. Okay. Uh, or, or no, we're gonna do uh, me, you, and Shannon uh, Sublime song by song breakdown podcast. As long as the Long Beach Dub All Stars can also be included. Uh, sure. Why not? I never sure. listen to them. <laughs> well, it's time you start. It's time I start. Uh. Thanks, everyone. I'm going to go practice Santeria now. (laughs) Bye-bye. Don't tell my dad. I'll be right back. All right. I want to know why Danny's dad would have an opinion about the air conditioner. It also feels to me, and I imagine that Danny's dad is a bit older than Danny is, that as you get older, the heat affects you differently. That's a neutral statement. It could be better. It could be worse. But my experience is that it's probably a little bit worse because I'm getting older and the heat seems a little bit more traumatic every day, a little bit harder on me. So I don't know. If I were Danny's dad, and if Danny's dad is listening, like support the support the uh, the use of the air conditioner if it, if you're really feeling uncomfortable, Danny. You know, you can do that. You drink a lot of water, so I guess that's something you can do. I'm currently talking to a blank screen here, trying to drink water from my Star Trek mug. <laughs> <laughs>